Good morning, friends. It is Tuesday, April 20th, and it is sunshiny and chilly here. Um, thankfully, there's no wind. Later today, I go watch Taylor, our sophomore, run in the track meet. Um, so hopefully it's a little warmer then, but at least it's not windy and it's not raining. Um, she's She loves track. She runs the open 400, 4x4, four four, um, she did the open, no, she, yeah, the open 800. Um, and then she also does another race. I can't remember if it's the medley today or um, if it's just the open for the 800 and the four by four. Anyway, it's fun to watch her run. Um, and then on Thursday, we go watch Jake run his first track meet as well. So it's pretty exciting. Um, you never know what the weather's going to do in the spring. So we've already had one canceled track meet and because um, of cold and wind and stuff. But we're thankful for every track meet we get in. So this podcast season I'm kicking off today is about just my favorite things as a homemaker. Um, so it might be books I've read, um, products I use, um, electronic, not electronics. Um, what's the word I'm thinking of anyway, different, you know, stuff you plug in. What are thoughts called? I can't even think of it right now, but I'm going to talk about two today that I love one. I have had for over 10 years. And then the other one I have had for over a year, but haven't used it till like last month. So I'll start with the one I've had for over 10 years, and that is my KitchenAid Professional Stand Mixer. Um, I have been wanting a new mixer. I think the one that we had for the first 10 years of our marriage was something Jason got from a rummage sale before we were even married. And it worked great. It was fine. But I just kind of wanted to update, and I do quite a bit of baking, and so I just wanted something more fun. I wanted a KitchenAid. And so a friend of mine had told me that she recommends since I bake a lot to get the professional one. Um, that is different than the normal one. I don't know what the normal one is called. Um, this one has a bigger bowl. And so I can put a ton of flour in there and mix it up quite easily without it flying out everywhere. So I'm really glad that she recommended the professional. I would recommend the professional pretty much for anybody because you never know when you're going to want to make that one recipe with a ton of ingredients and you need a deep bowl. Um, this one, you you hook the bowl onto the, the hooks on there and then you raise it up. And so it's a bigger mixer than the normal KitchenAid mixer. Um, so this one's a professional KitchenAid. I got mine. They are very spendy. I'll try to look up real quick how much a normal priced one is. Um, it's been, you know, like I said, 10 years since I got mine. But I'm just going to look up out of curiosity how much a KitchenAid professional um, mixer is. Um... So, okay, this one is a six, a series, a 600 series, six quart bowl. It's $500. Um, yep, so about $500 would be professional. Yeah, 
So $499.99. And I did not pay that for mine because I went to visit my parents. We went there for Thanksgiving that year. And um, I had been saving money for a professional KitchenAid mixer. And I knew that they were spendy. But my mom lived near a refurbished kitchen gadget store. And so we went there. And I don't recall that it was even for Black Friday. It may have been on Black Friday, but I don't even think it was on sale for Black Friday. Um, anyway, we went in there. I found the KitchenAid professional mixer I wanted. It was a beautiful color red. And it was like, I think it was $280. It was under well under $300. And the reason why it was far less than the the $500 was because it's refurbished. And so I asked them, well, what does that mean? Cause I don't want to get a piece of junk. And they're like, well, refurbished could be anything from they, the person bought it and they just didn't want it. Like they didn't even use it. They just, or maybe they used it once. Maybe it had a, um, like a nicked, um, exterior. And so that's refurbished, you know, maybe something did go out on it and they fixed it like brand new. So I was like, well, I may as well just go with it and get this professional KitchenAid mixer that I've been dreaming about for a fraction of the price. And with shipping, literally, I'm certain I paid only $280. So that was, so maybe the KitchenAid mixer was even $250 and then $30 for shipping. Whatever it was, I had the money saved. Um, so I was able to pay cash for it. And it has been working well for over 10 years now. So I love my KitchenAid mixer. I love it. I have made many, many baked goods in there. I have made butter in there. I have made um, whipped cream in there. I mean, I just love it. There's different speeds on there. It's beautiful. It sits on my counter. Um, it does not fit under my cabinets on the counter. So I have to put it on my little Island, which is fine. It works great over there. That's where I do all my baking. Um, so yeah, it's a great investment. I absolutely love it. So if you're interested in a KitchenAid professional, like I said, I recommend the professional, um, mixer, they are expensive, but see if there is a refurbished store around you or near you or by somebody, you know, um, that you can purchase and have it shipped to you because that's what I did because we flew to my parents' house. And so obviously I can't take a huge KitchenAid mixer on the plane. And so I just had them ship it to me and it came well packaged. Obviously it didn't have any damage when it got to me and I'm very, very pleased with it. And I would highly recommend looking into refurbished appliances. That's the word I'm looking for appliances. Um, and so that is a, if this thing ever goes out, I am going to have to get another KitchenAid professional mixer um, and definitely would check into the refurbished options because it is well worth it. I mean, why would you pay $500 when you can go pay $250 and then $30 for shipping? It just seems like a no brainer to me. And, you know, they didn't know specifically what was wrong with mine, that it was refurbished, but does it really matter? It's been working for 10 years. So I love it. Um, the other thing that I, the appliance that I really love and have wanted for quite some time, obviously I've had it for over a year, 
I got it on Black Friday of 2019 and was too nervous to use it. I do not care for reading directions on how to operate something. And then if I read the directions and it sounds like it's frightening and could blow up on me, then I don't really want to try it. So <laughs> I am talking about my Instapot. Um, mine is, is an Insignia, so it's not necessarily the Instapot brand, it's Insignia. Um, and so it sat in my pantry for over a year and I was like, okay, maybe Jason can help me read the directions, figure out how to do this. Um, I don't even have a pressure cooker for canning. Like I just, I just cannot bring myself to do it because I'm worried it will blow up and blow my kitchen apart. And so, um, when I figured out that this was a pressure cooker, I was like, oh, and so it's been sitting in my pantry for over a year. And last month I was like, that's it. I, I want to use it because there are many times when I want to make a meal and I want, you know, let's say um, like pinto beans and doing pinto beans takes forever. You got to soak them all night and then you got to cook them all day. And so if you're last minute wanting to have pinto beans because you forgot about them, but you're having tacos that night, I'm out of luck unless I go to the store and buy them. But why do I want to buy them? I don't want to make a trip to town. I don't want to go spend money on pinto beans when I've got dried pinto beans in my pantry. So I was like, that's it. I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to follow the directions as best as possible. I hate reading directions. And I'm just going to try my insignia instapot thing. And I did, I think the first thing I made with it was rice. Cause I was like how you can't really go wrong with making rice. And I love it. Like love it. I would so recommend an instapot, um, or insignia, whatever, whatever brand you choose. Um, it cooks in no time. It cooks beautifully. You're not spending all night soaking beans and then all day cooking beans. It's like, it takes the pot a little while to warm up and get the pressure in there. And then it cooks it. So I think the beans were done in 35 minutes. I think maybe that's how long it took to cook them after it warmed up. So even an hour, let's pretend it's an hour. I don't even think it's an hour, but let's pretend it is an hour that beats soaking beans all night for hours and then cooking them all day for hours. And boom, you got pinto beans or black beans or rice or a meat that you want to cook quickly. Um, I love it. I just totally recommend it. Um, I use it all the time now. I used it yesterday. I was like, okay, what am I going to make for supper? I had some ideas rolling around in my head. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to go home after I picked up Ty from school. And I'm just going to throw some rice in the Instapot, Insignia Instapot. And um, I made up rice and I put lentils on the stove and um, warmed up some chicken and sauce it was delicious and it was um, very easy to do. You just turn it on, um, let it do its thing, and then you let the steam release out and then you carefully take the lid off and boom, you got your stuff. So those are the two appliances as a homemaker I love because I am a baker and I do a lot of home cooked meals, like all home cooked meals. We we were talking not too long ago. When was the last time we went out to eat as a family? Not because we were at state wrestling or whatever. I think it was before COVID. Like it has been forever since we've eaten out. One thing, it's just too darn expensive to feed a family of six. Um, you got 
two adults and basically three other adults because my 14 year old son eats like nobody's business. And then, you know, the girls, especially Taylor, while she's running, she's super, she's just naturally thin and she can eat, you know, when she's running for track, she can eat. She doesn't overeat, but you know what I mean? She's not going to eat like a, a little kid's meal and be satisfied. And so we've got a lot of us who need to eat. And also not only because it costs a lot, but a lot because it just, it's not as healthy eating out as it is eating at home. Cause I know what I'm putting in my food and we've had that conversation and many podcast episodes about nutrition and food. So anyway, we have not eaten out for a very long time. And, um, anyway, so I make a lot of stuff. I make, um, like I said, I make a lot of dough in my mixer. I make a lot of different foods, a lot of baking, and my Instapot is becoming my best friend, and I love it. And um, I got mine on Black Friday, so it was a really good deal. So look for deals. That's a tip, you know. Um, yeah, so those are my two top appliances that I wanted to talk about today. Um, I hope you guys are having a great week. I hope that you're if you're gardening that if it's going well, I'm glad if you're still waiting like I am for it to get a little warmer, please consistently so that you can get outside more, you know, can't wait to be out there. Um, but also I know that when I do get out there, it's going to be busy. And so then I'll be like, man, I just wish I could have a break. So, um, yeah, those are my two top appliances that I love. Um, I also have a rice maker that I used for a long time, um, many years, um, before I started using my Instapot thing. And, um, and I do like a rice maker too. That would actually be great if I'm making, if I need to make beans last minute in the Insignia Instapot, and then I need to make rice. I have the rice maker, um, or even lentils in the rice maker. Um, we love lentils and, um, Rice kind of bothers Thai's stomach, so I make sure I have lentils made up for him. And uh, yeah, so that's that. I'm trying to think if there's, I, I do have um, this, am I still recording? I don't know. Here we go. Something went weird. Um, I do have this thing. I don't even know what it is called. Vegetable base paste. Maybe it is. I got it at the store on sale and I was like, well, I'll just give this a shot, you know, in case I need a vegetable broth for something. And I actually use that all the time when I'm making my rice, I just put the water in and the rice in, in my pot. And then I take like, uh, maybe half a tablespoon of this vegetable broth base. And I just stir it in there. So it's, you know, evenly distributed and it makes delicious, delicious rice. And so if you kind of get tired of rice because there's really no flavor to it, add a little bit of something to it. Add this vegetable broth base paste. It's super good. Um, I don't know that it's terribly unhealthy. I didn't see high fructose corn syrup in there, so that's a plus. Um, you know, obviously homemade vegetable base would be better if you made your own vegetable broth and use that instead of the water for liquid, use the broth for liquid. I've done that like chicken broth for the liquid to make rice is actually wonderful. Jake really likes that. Um, so yeah, rice can get kind of bland. So just kind of spice it up a little bit, add some broth to it. Um, and same with lentils. You can make those with 
um, broth too. Season it with sea salt and pepper. Yeah, some good ideas there, guys. Um, I hope you guys are enjoying your homemaking. I hope you guys have your favorite appliances. And if you are saving up, like I said, if you're saving up for a KitchenAid, look for free furbished ones because fraction of the price and the one I got has been working for over 10 years. So you can't beat that. Have a great day.